and welcome to the news podcast i'm brad and i'm jeremy and we're rolling out the red carpet this time for sequels that have been nominated for academy awards coming up in 20 uh the uh, new academy awards yeah. 2022 is this, a, is this the 90th or 95th uh sure 90th are we on the 90th 91st i don't know i don't know it's, <laughs> it's too too long um, well, no, I think it's the 90th because it was. Um, it's 95th. It's 95th. Okay, yeah. sure. Because uh, the way they made the way the oh, road out was like uh, Academy 1929. It, it said like 95. Yeah. And everybody's like, it just makes it look like it's from 1995. Oh, the way they did it. The so. way they did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, the movie that we are doing that's a sequel. There are a couple sequels that are nominated. I three uh, of them I can think of. Uh, right. This has uh, been nominated for six Academy Awards. Uh, for Best Achievement in Film Editing, Best Achievement in Music, written for a motion picture for Lady Gaga, Best Sound, Best Achievement in Visual Effects, Best Picture of the Year, and Best Adapted Screenplay. The movie we are talking and we are doing today is Top Gun Maverick from 2022, obviously. The sequel from the 1986 movie. It took this long to do a sequel, so Tom Cruise really wanted to do a sequel to Top Gun, but he wanted to make sure to do it correctly, so it took him a while to get this production going, um, and once he did, um, the rest is history. It's been nominated for six Academy Awards. It, you can stream it on Paramount Plus if you want to. That's the way we watched it, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this movie. You've been deuced. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> what do you think, uh, Jamie? There are other people in this movie. John Hamm shows up in this movie. Yes, John Hamm shows up. Uh, don't know why. He just accepted the role without reading the script. Um, oh, he did? Really? Maybe he was a big fan. Yeah, of I, I could see that. I mean, he's also a big nostalgia guy. Too, yeah, he so. is. Sure. You know, he was he, he was born in the 1960s. He's yep. Don Draper. So, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Conley is the love interest this time. Yes. Um, so there you go. And then um, Ed Harris, Val Kilmer, he shows up. Yes. For a cameo. Yes. Um, Ed does. Harris shows up for a little bit for a few minutes, for a few moments as, you know, the cranky, you know, guy that's like, you're going to be extinct. You know, yeah. oh, they're going to be drones flying these things. And you're going to be Rear out of Admiral business. Chester Hammer Kane. What's his name? He's the Rear Admiral Chester Hammer Kane. <laughs> oh, is that his name? I the, the name. Like, I gotta say, the names are dumb. The names are dumb, but like that's the whole point <laughs> of Top Gun. The whole point of Top Gun is that the names are dumb. Yeah. And you know, Iceman isn't really a. That's a dumb name. It goes. So is Goose. Okay? Well, his name is his name is Tom Kazansky. No, the call signs are one thing. I'm just talking right. about like. Oh. Like Jennifer Connelly. She's so she's the bartender who's. Right. You know, and, you know, basically financially sound herself. Her name is Penny Benjamin. Yes, like Penny pennies Benjamin. to Benjamins. Pennies to Benjamins. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Like, ugh. Which they should have given her a call name, too. Like maybe, um, I don't know, Penny Snowpiercer Benjamins. Penny Labyrinth Benjamins. <laughs> Penny Beautiful Mind. You name it, whatever. Those are the only Jennifer Connelly things I can think of off the top of my head right now. Yeah. Is that so? I forgot that she was in Snowpiercer, the TV show. 
Oh, yeah. Because we always were like, we, we were always going to be like, let's watch that. Yeah. Exactly. And we never watched it because shit happened. I mean, and the, and the whole world exploded. So. The, the whole fact that she was in this, I think, was to get this nominated for an Oscar. She's in a lot of. She is in a lot of. Beautiful Minds. Maybe that's this. what it was. It was all like, yeah. let's get. What was, uh, okay. what's, the, what's the one with the drug movie with Jared Leto? Uh, the, the drug movie? Well, Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and um, is this the same team that wrote The Town? Uh, yeah. So that's a John Hamm movie. So the, uh, John Hamm was in that. So maybe there's that connection. Yeah. Peter, I don't know that Peter Craig wrote The Town. He wrote The mm. Batman. The Batman? Yeah. Matt Reeves, The Batman? Yeah. Another uh, good movie that uh, came out uh, last year was The Batman. Yeah. So I liked and that movie. Hunger Games mocking Jay Parts 1 and 2. Sure. And Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> oh, Bad Boys for Life. Yep. Wow. Getting jumped. Get my wife's name out of your blanket mouth. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> I was wondering what you were getting at. I'm like, what's happening? Uh, what's his name from Whiplash? Plays Goose's son. Oh, Rooster? the writer. It's Sally Field's son. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Who the Peter guy? Yeah, Peter Craig. Peter Craig. It's really? Sally Field's son. Her husband is Stephen Craig. Oh, okay. Sally Field and Stephen Craig had Peter Craig, and there, there you go. There you go. That's how he got into the industry. Bony though. Yeah. That's all I gotta say to that. She was an admiral. Sally Field should have been an admiral in this. Or eighty for Brady. Anyway, um, (laughs) how he financed eighty for Brady. (laughs) That's how. That's how they did it. Mom, mom, here you go. I wrote Top Gun Maverick, so we can, so you could do eighty for Brady. Thanks, son. I'll just use my brothers and sisters' money. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Fred Wynn. Anyway. Fred Wynn. <laughs> the, the, uh, that's it. It's true. No one's going to get that. <laughs> I know. It's no that, that, one, that one, that's just, just for you and me. It's just That's just you and me. And Fred, Dupree. Fred Wynn. Oh, my God. I love that. Oh, my favorite. One of my favorite shows. Um, look that up if you want to. But. Uh, yeah, so uh, do we have a plot synopsis on this crazy movie? Uh, this movie is like is. I like this movie, by the way. Um, I like it because it's full of nostalgia. I like it because the the scenes uh, with the um, <laughs> the scenes with the flying scenes are a lot better than they were in the eighties. So um, I, I love the music. I think it's a great soundtrack. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think there's great needle drops where there need there where it needs to be. I think for um, a two hour plus movie, it goes pretty fast. Yeah, I think it goes faster can, than some of the other movies that are nominated for um, best picture. Can I can I just say before we get into the synopsis part of this, mm-hmm. just touching on what you said about how good it looks and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was of course there's people who glom onto this as they're in a whole. Negative CGI, you know. Okay. Down, we don't need CGI practical only, you right. know. And it was. This is this is a pretty big marvel of, mm. of like practical filmmaking. There's very minimal CGI, and Tom Cruise wanted it that way. Right. Didn't they have like a 30 day boot camp for the actors or something? Yeah. Well, that's that's what like to me honestly like I've never been into Top Gun whatsoever you've been more of a bottom gun or a top gun (laughs) (laughs) uh (laughs) 
bottom holster. The uh, <laughs> uh, no, the I've been. I never was really into Top Gun outside of like the theme song or like the, their theme. I think we're too young to really, like. It's eighty six. <sighs> I think we're kind of yeah too I, young to really. But I was I was never into like military toys or anything right, like that when I was too. a kid either. Like some people are, some people aren't. Whatever. Um, and we watched it, and I, you know, I'm like, it's okay. You know, like, I was okay with it. But the thing that really, like, so I I read, and forgive me, I'm just going to read this straight out of an IMDb thing. Um, because I had to stop and reread it. It says, after extensive flight training and on-the-ground prep, actors joined professional pilots to hit the skies for 90 minutes at a time, a few times per day. And had to hit their marks, check their lighting and makeup, and remember their eye lines, and turn on the cameras themselves while airborne. Really? This uh, this meant that Claudio Miranda, who relied on the sun as his primary light source, prepped each day by studying flight paths and weather patterns in order to set camera exposures before liftoff. With no live film feed to track on the ground, it made for some nervous waiting periods for Miranda. It got really nerve-wracking because it's really hard to predict. I had to set one exposure, basically, because we're not auto-exposing the cameras, and they're really specific. So I'd have to look, like, 50 miles ahead where they're going and know the terrain, how deep they're going to go, and then set the exposure for them to fix it later. So, And they said the actors playing, playing pilots not only had to film themselves turning the camera on and off, they also had to touch up their own makeup, adjust their lighting, and handle their own sound. Sometimes right. the director had to wait on the ground for hours for the actors to return with the footage. I mean, we had to too. This community theater. I mean, you know. <laughs> definitely the same. <laughs> uh, adjustments would be made after viewing the footage, and the actors would have to go back up for another take. Jesus Christ! And like in some some cases, they had co-pilots and whatever. But it sounded like, I mean, they got put through. So like, I went and checked. Yeah. they actually had a like a three month. Uh, they had a three-month crash course in aviation designed specifically by Tom Cruise. By Tom Cruise, yeah. mm-hmm. And in interviews leading up to the release, they weren't shy about sharing some of the film's unique hazards. So, like, people got sick from, like, the suits or, like, right. they had, like, exhaust and all this stuff. But No, and that's another reason why this is a good movie because it, yeah, Tom Cruise is going all the way in on this movie. Yeah. Right? There's He's not cutting any corners. He, he is part of this movie as... as as the director, yeah, and, uh, the director and himself, yes, Tom Cruise are kind of working together in order in in all the other aspects of, the, yeah. of this movie. Um, and you got to remember, like back in the day in the original movie, Tom Cruise wasn't Tom Cruise as he is now, right? Tom Cruise as he is now is one of the last kind of big hurrah movie stars. Yeah, you know, you got Clooney, Cruise, and you know, you only have like a handful of these people that are kind of cement themselves inside that yeah and tom cruise is one of them but back in the day he was still kind of young and like living on that risky business kind of thing yeah so he was just kind of it wasn't the established critical success that he has had like in the 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 last kind of decade yeah that tom cruise has been doing movies so because of that like i think this brings a little bit more of a caliber to it than say the original and so that's why i think this is a better movie than the original Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I think that's why it looks better. So the It looks better, yeah. The guy who basically played Maverick in the flight scenes in the first one, mm-hmm. he went on to be an astronaut. Okay. Like that guy was a very talented pilot. And so they came back to do this one and they were like, you know what, instead of doing whatever, 
let's do our own things. And so like he got them all going on it. To me, the the thing that takes this movie from like a like a uh, meh to it being kind of enjoyable for me is the fact that like that's pretty technically marvelous. Like that's, that's pretty. That's pretty. It's, a, it's a pretty pretty technical marvel as far right. as like the way the filming was captured and how they would have had to edit that. The the planes were fixed with cameras under both wings. Yep. Something in the rear, something in the front, in the cockpit, mm-hmm. and all around them in the cockpit. And so, like, it's filming all of it mm-hmm. at once for them to edit it all together. Right. And so, uh, like, when you see the outside of the plane doing stuff, those aren't where they're going back and filming. They're doing that while the stuff is going on inside the and plane. And if you look at the 1986 version or the first one, it's, there's a little bit of clunkiness to it, right? Yeah. There's, the special effects aren't quite there, but it is 1986. Yeah. And so, it's it, to me, this is like, what if we did a redo and Maverick was way older? Yeah. And he was a Tom Skerritt character? Yes. In the original? He He's actually I mean, older really, than Tom Skerritt, by the way. What's that? He's he's older than Tom Skerritt He is was. older than Tom Skerritt, you know, but who isn't, you know? You know, but anyway, um, but that's how I feel. Like, there's not, it improves on the original, but it's like, you need the the first one to get the impact. Like, they didn't write the the name Penny Benjamin. That was a throwaway line from the original movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. think Meg Ryan's character says it in the original movie. Yeah. You know, oh, you were dating Penny, and then I think Val Kimmer, or, or it might have been Goose. Said, uh, was that Penny Benjamin? So it's not them that wrote that. that right, I know. You know, but even even. But the, there are some there are some cheesy dialogue moments. So it's a, it's, um, a, it's a. I think the one that like I think the nomination that I think is maybe not as lackluster is the the adapted screenplay nomination that I don't think is kind. I mean, kind of worth it, but kind of not. I think the other the marvel of this movie is. The technical aspects of it. Yes. That's what what sells me on this movie is the technical aspect. To me, that is pretty fucking fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just wanted to throw that in there as long as we talk about the film. Ed Harris. What about him? Well, it's Ed Harris. Yeah. I mean, yes. The the scene at the beginning where they flew by. I feel like like, Ed Harris is like retired and he just comes like just just shows up for some things. Yeah. 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 Might as well. I'll just, the, he was in Snowpiercer too. He was in the, the movie. In the movie just be at the end of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. No, when they they fly by at the beginning of the movie uh, in Top Gun, uh, and like uh, Maverick buzzes him in like the experimental mm. plane. That was not. That was like composited in. So it was a regular jet, right? That they put the experimental experimental one over. But as he flies over, and the the roof of the shack gets like kind of blown mm. off. That wasn't supposed to happen. Oh, gotcha. but they only had one take to do it. To do it, and they were like, you know what? That looked cool. That looked pretty cool. Just keep it. Like it lucked out. <laughs> they did it that way. With so, it, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry for derailing. I'm no, that's that fine because here. when when it flew over to Harris, I think his Oscar for Pollock uh, flew away too. Flew flew with it. <laughs> My Oscar uh, got sucked into an intake <laughs> intake engine. Uh, and then he couldn't break Mach 10. Marsha get Harding. <laughs> okay. After more than 30 years of service. Oh, we, hey, do we have any uh, pot synopsis? <laughs> we do. 
You already asked for it. I just didn't give it to you. That's fine. Uh, yeah. After more than 30 years of service, military awards, medals, and decorations for extraordinary heroism in combat, distinguished U.S. Navy Captain Pete Mitchell, call sign Maverick, finds himself exactly where he belongs, pushing the limits as a top test pilot. <laughs> Having spent years avoiding promotions after the events of Top Gun, Maverick must now confront the ugly past and an uncertain future while tasked with training the next generation of elite fighter pilots for a nearly impossible suicide mission. As the veteran naval aviator prepares his brilliant graduates for a top-secret assignment, stretching the rules to breaking point, Mitchell has to face an equally critical challenge. Navigate through an uncomfortable relationship with a hotshot lieutenant <laughs> holding a grudge. That was great. Can Maverick Na- and navigating his... through his relationship with Jennifer Conley. That's, what I, that's where I thought it was going. For <laughs> that's what and then, uh, can Falling in love with a woman that owns a bar. <laughs> Who throws him out. <laughs> throws him out for, for putting his cell phone on the bar. <laughs> can Maverick and his Top Guns perform a miracle, give the enemy hell, and come back home in one piece? Yeah, yes. There's like, there is this like t- testosterone like yeah. the 80s, the, the excess... That you you get from that decade that bleeds bleeds over into this. You can't not and like expect. You have to cater that to that little bit of uh, ofness to it. But you also need to realize that it is 2022, 2020s. That there are times are changing too. Yeah, and that's why like with the 170 million dollar budget, they they use all of it. I mean, like you said. Through the special effects and everything, this is the first Tom Cruise movie to make a billion dollars. Yeah, a billion dollars is crazy. And the fact that they wanted there was a bidding war to get this to stream instead of going to the theater. Yeah, but this was the movie that kind of broke people to get back to mm-hmm. kind of going to the theater after you know COVID and everything. That uh, that people wanted to see this in, in, on the big mm-hmm. screen, and why wouldn't they? It's, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of sad that we didn't watch this in the big theater, but oh, you know, that's the yeah. way it is. Um, I'm with you. I'm not. I wasn't a big Top Gun fan to begin with, but I also know the impact that that the movie had. Yes. Had. Oh yeah. And to have that impact, and then to make what I think is a better movie, especially a better movie that with better effects is a marvel in itself i think so yeah that's that's what i'm saying um, so and there's better there's dogfight scenes in this that i love um I, I i love the final mission i think the final mission's great yeah um the fact that they're like well we we need to move it up and so maverick steps up and you got uh brewster there you know they they got to choose their their names Oh, did they? Yeah. So what I read is that they choose they chose their names. So um, we should read some of them, right? Yeah. Uh, so hold on, let me get to that. I got uh, obviously Miles Teller is Rooster, Bradley Rooster, Bradshaw, which is uh, Goose's son. Um, we got Iceman, of course. Uh, John Hamm is Bo Cyclone Simpson, which this sounds like these sound like American Gladiators. Yeah. Gemini. Laser. Laser. Glazer. <laughs> uh, we got Warlock. We got Phoenix. Okay. Uh, also, Top Gun is co-ed. Yes. So that's that's also a good thing, too. Um, so we have that. We got Hondo. 
Jamal Hondo. We're going to love him. Because isn't that the guy from uh, Sherman's uh, Showcase? Yeah, Sherman's Showcase. Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah. He, uh, yeah, that's uh, Bashir yes. Salahuddin. God, he's so funny. Um, we got Warlock, like I said. Payback. We got Bob, which is Robert. Mab. Bob is Bam. Bob. Fanboy. Hangman, which is Glenn Powell. We know him from um, Hidden Figures and Scream Queens. So you might know him. Um, we got Fritz. We have Omaha. I don't know why that guy chose Omaha. Is he from Omaha? Good don't question. know. I'm What's that? Look. Let me look. Kaylee Halo Bassett. So we got another uh, girl. So I'm glad. And we got uh, uh, Logan Yale Lee, played by Raymond Lee, who is um, in the new Quantum Leap. Yes. So that's that's pretty fun. Um, we got Harvard and Yale, which is funny. And Coyote, Fritz, Hangman. Why do they call him Hangman? Because he leaves you hanging. Yeah. So, haha, blah, blah, blah. They got to choose their names, um, which I thought was kind of weird, but kind of fun. Um, so. um, Bob, by the way, mm-hmm. is Bill Pullman's son. Oh, that's Bill Pullman's son? Lewis, Lewis Pullman. Oh, Lewis Pullman. He looked like Bill Pullman. Yeah, that's why, like, that's when why we I were... was like, what? That guy I was forgot to mention that. Woman. When we were watching it, like, sometimes, like, somebody would be on screen, and I'm like, he, he, look he, so he looks familiar. like Bill Pullman. Look at that. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, he... he because that, that's what I thought. I was like, what the hell? Wow. <laughs> when we were watching it, I was like looking these kids, some of these younger people up and was like, who the hell are you? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's so. crazy. Yeah. Um, He was also in Bad Times of the El Ruin. Oh, oh no, that's Miles Miller. No, I'm sorry. Oh, and uh, one of the pilots, uh, of course, Fritz. Mm-hmm. Billy Fritz Avalone. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Manny Jacinto. Oh. Who's Jason from... Uh, the Good Place. Oh, that is. That is Jason from The Good Place. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, he's not, like, very prominently featured. No. But, like, if you look, you can kind of tell. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. Why? I mean, the guy's the kid's talented. You know, yeah. Have that many, many lines. Anyway, yeah. So, um, I mean, what can you say about this movie that really... I mean, if you've seen the first one, you've almost seen... This one, there's a mission that they they're going. There is a um, they've been tasked to destroy um, uranium enriched plant uh, yeah. before it's become operational. It's located in an underground bunker at the end of a canyon. Where is that canyon at? We never know. We don't even know where that's at. They don't they don't come out and say, right. Yeah, like that's in Russia or that's in China or that's yeah. in this place. It's snowy. It has we want to think trees. it's Canada. <laughs> yeah, we, we just can't we keep guessing what, what if it was America? I don't know. It could have been South Dakota for all I know. You know, <laughs> and um, I think it's supposed to be somewhere Eastern European because it does have. It like, did look Eastern European. It has like, like very vaguely Iron Eagle kind of symbols on their. Uh, yeah, on their old plane mm-hmm. that they steal. Which I'm sorry, like that was pretty cool too. The. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're what you were saying about like, so basically they have a run where they need to and I think zigzag they, back and yeah. forth through like at a low level to avoid SAM missiles. And uh, I'm kind of glad that they didn't say, you know, because we don't really need to know where yeah. it's at. I and mean, that's not the name of it. Well, and it's, I mean, come on, before we could go, uh, Cold War, we're obviously going up against, right. you know. Right. <laughs> but here it's like, well. They even say like Cold War, what war, you know, like they're, yeah. they're debating it. They're not even like. 
being specific themselves on what it, what it is. Yeah. So there's a lot, but like I said, there's a lot more minorities. There's a lot more women. Yes. They're involved. I'm, I'm sure people uh, said, I'm, I don't want that woke bu- bullshit. Well, that Ain't was nothing woke about being modern people. That was, that was the whole, um, well, no, that, that was the whole like controversy with this movie was that when it came out, obviously it's an, it's a nostalgia pick. Right. And people loved it for the nostalgia mm-hmm. aspect of it. But in that, you also court like the kind of like make, you know, make everything great again, make America great again kind of piece of it where it's like very regressive. And so people are like, this is how you make a movie because you want to do this and this. And like, there's no woke bullshit or politics. And I'm like, there's not politics. You're fighting an enemy. <laughs> like, I know. What? And so, but, but it's that was the whole point. The, the, there was a lot of people. Like on those the right kind of regressive stances that held this up as a movie that was like uh, going against quote unquote woke Hollywood. They're like it's it's not woke. We don't talk about race. We don't talk about this. You know, there's no politics. There's nothing else. Like, if if this was whatever, you'd have the two men in the cockpit making out and you know shoot rainbow missiles and like what well, like we had that we had the football scene. I guess yeah, yeah but it. But it just keeps going on with that. And so that was like the big thing. People on the right kept holding it up as this example. I don't even say like on the right, but like, you know, people who were like very like hard right mm. were holding it up as this example of like how things should go back to how it was in the <laughs> 80s and whatever else. And uh, <laughs> the filmmakers were like, are you fucking nuts? What are you talking about? They're like, we're, we're multicultural. You know, we have women who are here. They said it's you have this story about, um, you know, this like also almost like macho bravado thing. You have guys who are like mm-hmm. looking out for themselves and they have to learn to work together as a team and they have to learn to trust each other and talk about their emotions and show these things. And just like in reality, Maverick or uh, Top Gun does that, too. Right. Like, you know, you, you look at it as this war movie, but right. Tom Cruise is, you know, talking to. Kelly Gillis and whatever else, and so it's like you. Right. You don't have you have obviously it's Jennifer Connelly instead of Kelly yeah. Gillis in this movie. Yes. Um, also, kudos that we also make um, Penny Benjamin more of like a three dimensional character. We don't yes. really just make her. She's not like just the love interest for Tom Cruise. Yeah. There is a history that they have. Yes. That is um, that is important in the movie. So I kind of like like that. Um, Jennifer Connelly in this movie doesn't look like Jennifer Connelly. It's just weird looking. I don't know why it is, um, but I don't know. Uh, that might have been just me. That's mean that picking. I, I think but. it's been a it's been a while since we've seen her. I've, and I think it was it's Snowpiercer when I saw her. I, saw her so. I I don't think that I. I don't think I don't think she looked weird. It was just like I haven't seen her. I don't think she looked weird. It's been a, it's been a minute she, since I've seen her, aged. and obviously she's aged, you know, right. in that time as we I'm all. I'm not have. saying she doesn't look great. Yeah, but, you know, she's, you know, she's she's been there. She's done stuff. Yeah, just saying. So there you go. Um, but yeah, but they're but they're um they're training them to you know take out this uh this plant and so and the aspect of. Of uh, uh, Goose's son, and um, and how he wants to kind of be a father figure to him, that 
invades the story as well. Yeah. And whatnot. I mean, it's not that... It's not that that hard of a story to kind of grasp, right? You know, it's nothing. Yeah. We're not inventing anything new, um, but it is sweet. And there are um, there are moments that that I'm like, kudos to Tom Cruise. This is why why we we keep you around and we have you in movies because you can emote now. You can do stuff that you um, you know, like after Magnolia. Yeah. When I, I just I, I feel like Magnolia was like that was the tipping point for Tom Cruise where we have pre Magnolia and post Magnolia. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know what I mean. Well, I think when he's to me like when he started really flipping to, I think he got a, a taste for wanting to do stunts and be more physical and like yeah. keep up on a lot of stuff around um, Mission Impossible. Well, yeah, like I think that he was just like. I'm going to do these things and he got to do them and he got a taste for it. Like, I mean, kudos to him. Like you hear stories of where people want to do their own. Like, but I'm just talking about his acting. Oh yeah. Like his acting is, I think he's gotten better. Oh, I do too. Right. Um, I think like Brendan Fraser where like he did his own stunts. He mm. wanted to do all his own stunts and he did them for a long time. Yeah. And then as he went on, he's like, yep, I hurt myself and yep. now I can't do these things like I used to be able yep. to. But Tom Cruise is out there and doing it. And now I'm doing it, Monkey so. Bone. Yeah, Monkey Bone too. And now I'm doing nothing. And now I'm nominated for another Academy Award. <laughs> okay, you know, so it's like, you know, what goes around comes around, I guess. So, um, I don't know. Do you want to do our questions, or do you have anything else to say about this movie? Um, do I have anything else to say about this? Uh, a runtime of 130 minutes, by the way, which again doesn't feel like 130 minutes. You know what I mean? Or it feels yeah. just exactly right. Like there's movies that are on um, a uh, the list of best picture that this movie is on that um, are about the same or feel longer. That I'm like, that feels like that was like two and a half, three hours. Yeah, I I mean, this feels like what it is. There, it has like to me this one. It it drags in parts. It it drags in it parts. Drag as much as like other nominated no. movies. Well, so I think I think this one drags in parts, but then there's parts where it almost goes too fast. No, and then I'm like, and but there are a lot of montage of like, uh, the beginning they're not, relying on like montages from there's there's flashbacks from the first movie. Not even that. I'm or talking about like of, okay. They they have like um the first flight. Thing they have together. Oh they, yeah, they, they yeah. Well, you have to have. Uh, well, yeah. they're going through all. If the, whoever gets shot first has shot to do uh, hundred pushups, two hundred pushups. Yeah, whatever it is. And Maverick takes them all down. Right, and so we're going through all that. Yeah. yeah, like we're one by one. But it's, like, it, it's also it's an okay like scene because yeah, you don't necessarily. We're we're introduced to the pilots and like their style of flying and their style of whatever. But it also introduces you to kind of like their personality and how they work as a team. Like mm-hmm. Hangman, they say they call him that because he always leaves you, uh, leaves you hanging. Ooh, because he that. only takes care of himself, and so like he he got away, but like they got shot down. Mm. And so uh, is that why they call him that? That's what they said. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so it was like, you know, that was their. Uh, 
don't know. It's it's a way to introduce them without just like giving the roll call or like going through their files. Like, yeah, I mean, to see them in you know, action. File, Omaha, Phoenix. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we never like Omaha's not like I'm from Omaha and that's it. Like yeah. he could be, who knows? Who knows? I, <laughs> Omaha's a really like, he's he's just a really Counting Crows fan. <laughs> <laughs> he loves he loves he loves football calls. <laughs> Um, okay, so you want to hit a yeah? Let's do yeah. it. Do it to it. It's got the need for speed. Let's go through them. What? Okay, I will. Uh, what do you? <laughs> what's the best part of this movie? Oh, there's a lot of good things. There's um, I like the needle drops. I like the the um, the score. I always love the Top Gun uh, music. Um, visual effects are great, but. My favorite part of this movie, the best part of this movie, is when Iceman shows up. He goes to Iceman's house mm-hmm. to talk to um to talk to him. We get Val Kilmer, who uh, obviously is going through a lot of uh, stuff where he can't talk. Yeah, he is. and so they've actually um they um they digitalized his voice. It, it was AI, right? or it was AI? Okay, that's what it was. He he mouthed the words, and he then they, the words, they but said like, what. They, they put it in. They and asked, it sounds exactly. Yeah, like they it. asked an AI to speak like mm-hmm. Val Kilmer. Wow! And it Crazy. it generated his voice and mannerisms of speaking. Yeah, and he fought to have Val Kilmer in this movie. Yes, he did. They were. I think they were going to let him say he died. Mm-hmm. And and he was just like, no, he no. needs to be in it. No. In fact, I think it, it because there's it's a great scene with Tom Cruise. Yeah. By the way, um, it brings this movie to more what. Um, the caliber of what it should be, yeah, is is having Val Kilmer in this movie, yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I agree. It adds a little extra oomph to yeah. it. Yeah, it's more you're more emotionally involved. Yeah, with it. and it's it said he dies in the movie too. <gasps> he does. Well, anyway, you're uh, you're the best part of the movie for you. Um, you know the montage, I, the photos, the photos of Goose. <laughs> yes, the the old photos of the old photos of all Iceman. the all the pictures of mustache. the one photo of Iceman and they keep showing Rooster's mustache. <laughs> um, no, the um, I thought the the final run. Mm-hmm. There's so they keep training in the desert, like how this run is going to go, or like to hit this target or whatever uh, for their mission, and they think it can't be done. Maverick shows me can. So then they go on the run, and it's like once they start this run in the movie, from there it, it that's where to me mm-hmm. where the action packed aspect of it is. Yeah, and I was I was literally I was on the edge of my seat for for those scenes, like the action leading up to it, and it's tense because like they're flying this valley trying to stay below the radar in a very tight space, you know, with all the the g forces that they're having to deal with. And Rooster is kind of freaking out because he's looking up and he can see all the surface to air missile stations like all along either side of it. And he's just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it's like you can feel the tension. You can feel like the speed of it, like the just the it. it's a it's a very action packed sequence and it only gets more action packed from there. Um, it It's a great great thing i actually cheered when they hit their target yep i, was, I went yes <laughs> it was like 
it was a good part of it, mm-hmm. you know? And so it was, I think that sequence from, from there till pretty much the end of it was probably my, the best part for me was that like, it was pretty action packed from there on out. And like, you got the great tension, you got, uh, like everything I wanted to see from, you know, what happened, you know, with the movie, like I was waiting for that part of it and we finally got it and I was happy about it. But that happens like in the last, <laughs> the, the, the last, <laughs> what, like, is that, is that even 30 minutes? The last 30 minutes? Uh, maybe like 20 minutes. Yeah. Last yeah. 20 minutes of the movie pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, you're leading up to that. So. Yes. Yeah. Do you think this movie stands on its own? No. The amount of times we have to show that photo of Iceman and Maverick. Yeah. The fact that we, who's Iceman, you know, if I didn't yes. know who Iceman was. Yeah. It was, uh, it was Penny. Yeah. You know, although they explain that a little bit better. Yeah. I think, it, um, I think it could stand on its own. It could, but I'm glad it doesn't because I think you add more impact to the fact that you do know about Goose and you know that, yeah. you know, that, oh, this is Goose's son. Oh, we know that this is going to, yeah. there's going to be trouble. So Yeah, they should have had, if, if they would have maybe provided a little bit more verbal confirmation of what happened versus like showing a quick like shot of a flashback, then yeah, I think it would have stood on its own, but... I mean, it's pretty damn close, but I think you wouldn't get the full effect. It uh, heightens it. The if it, if it yeah. didn't have all that in there. Yeah. Me, 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 me. Uh, does this make you want to watch the first yeah, one? It does. It makes me want to watch the first one. Like, I really, I think that this is a good back-to-back movie. I think um, this has everything that a fan wants and, and deserves from the original. Um, it makes me want to, I'm not going to watch it right now, but it makes me want to watch it. If it's on, I'm going to watch it, you know? So yeah, no, it yeah. makes me want to watch it. Um, and to compare like what, how we've advanced with our special effects and, and stuff like that. Too. Yeah. I'll, That's you know something what? To be interested. You know, I was going to say no. Yeah. Cause it really, again, still, it's still not my thing. So like, it really is not that interesting to me uh, about it. So I wouldn't, I don't necessarily want to, but I think you're right. Like, I would watch it just for the sheer fact of like, I want to see the wait, differences wait, wait, and what stuff. Did you, did you say, go back. Did you say I was right? I don't, I don't recall that. Oh, no, no, no. Let's, can we replay that? Well, I'm the one in charge of editing. Okay. So, so, so it didn't happen. But I'm bum. <laughs> don't take my word for it. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think... I would, I, th- I think that your approach is in the right direction. Where like, I would, I would watch it just to be like, oh, yeah, like, how much has this changed? The the way we filmed right. it, the way we did this and this, like the, the also, people, like the flight scenes. To see if you've enjoyed it, even if you can enjoy it now. I mean, yeah. we were too young to really kind of get that, you know, feeling yeah. from it then. Um, but people have watched it over the years, over and over again. It makes me want to watch Days of Thunder. <laughs> okay. It makes, oh, oh, uh, the Rocketeer. She was in the Rocketeer. Yes. Makes me want to watch the Rocketeer. Mm-hmm. Only because yeah, every, Jennifer oh, Connelly. You know what? It's a day that ends in Y. That makes me want to watch the Rocketeer. <laughs> One of my top ten movies. Yeah. Uh, would you reboot, continue, or cancel? I'm done. 
I'm done with this movie. I think, as Val Kilmer says, it's time to move on. Yeah. Um, I think it's time to move on, and it's time to say, we did this for you. We yes. We gave fans a second one. You guys wanted a second one. Yep. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there's a need to... And there's nothing, I think, that... There's nothing world-building no. about this. No. I, I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to uh, beat a dead goose over this. Um, you know, like, I th- that's not the saying. Don't want to beat a dead goose. The rooster. Cockburn. Oh, beat a dead horse. That's what oh. it is. Sorry. For some reason, I had dead geese on my mind. Um, mm. so, but, too, but soon, the, too soon. Too <laughs> soon. Too soon. Four <laughs> years ago. Uh, the uh, No, I, I think that. You know, in some cases, I'd be like, ooh, are we going to have a new series of these with, like, new... Act-? And I'm like, no. Because to me, it's Maverick's story. And, it is Maverick's, yes. it's resolution with... I mean, basically, the character that is, like, his... Goose is... Or Rooster is there to be kind of like his estranged son. Really. And uh, I think we had the resolution we needed on that. Yeah, because I don't think this is necessarily passing the torch as it is. Let's carry the torch together towards the end. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what I think. Yeah, I don't think we need to. I don't really think we need to go back and and keep creating the stories for this one. I think. (laughs) And even from there, like, if you do it again, we got a point of diminishing returns on this. Like, I would say just just don't. Like, this, this one. It, the technical aspects are so cool and it's a fine film. Like it's not my thing, but it is enjoyable. Um, you know, I can see why people loved it so much. Don't, don't risk that with another one. That's my opinion on that. So, um, sum up your experience in two words. Um, Danger zone, <laughs> because this had this had this is a really dangerous. This had an opportunity to go a different direction, and not go and go very cheesy and very bad. Um, and I think through the guidance of Tom Cruise, I think spearheading it the right way, I think made it not go towards the danger zone. Also, Kenny Loggins re-recorded Danger Zone. Yeah. For the movie. And Tom Cruise was like, nope, we're using the original. Yeah. Ha ha. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... Go back to Poop Corner, would you? <laughs> All right. My two words. Top fun. Stop. <laughs> Stop right there. No. Stop. No. Stop writing. Why? You said. Could you pick up your phone? Because you've been phoning that in for like. (laughs) Really? Top top fun? fun? Top fun. Jesus. Okay, go ahead. Okay, let me see. Hold on. How do I say this? You already did. Speed need. (laughs) Speed need. Are you mad because I said danger zone? Yes. (laughs) And it totally pulled something out of my ass. And so it was like, because. It's because of this. This could have been shit, man. But it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No. I. Um. I. I think that like, especially when like I. Uh, I guess I think about, um, 
Well, especially for like, if I'm thinking from like the, the speed need aspect, whatever. <laughs> um, you need speed to enjoy. No, the, uh, bottom gun. My two words are bottom gun. <laughs> bottom holster. Um, no, I think that, um, it was refreshing to see this. And like, mm. look, I, it, it pisses me off when people are like, so like CGI is the worst thing that's ever happened. I'm like, no. <clears throat> it's just another tool it's a tool that people have movies have been made with blue right. screens and green screens and whatever for all of eternity compositing mm-hmm. so you know special effects have always been there and they will always you know if you knew how some special effects were done or like some scenes that you loved in movies you would realize that they weren't as spectacular as you thought they were it's movie magic movie um, magic but you know I think that um I think, though, like, I go back to movies like, oh, I can't remember the, oh, I can't remember what it was called. Um, Top Gun? No, it was an, it was like an airplane movie. Top Gun? No. Um, uh, I lost it. What was in it? Dude? Thanks, everyone. Bye. <laughs> I can't remember what it was now. Oh, that's fine. Um, it was an airplane movie. It was. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Okay, that's fine. Just I, get, too, I get what you mean by top five. Some things that were just reliant, they were too reliant on, especially like, like airplane movies and stuff. I think it's for the safety of actors and for, for whatever, like there's nothing wrong in my eyes with doing CG, but like this movie, to me, it just makes it that much more impressive that they wanted to do this a different way and go with practical effects. Okay. Um, and so... Uh, yeah, like I think that uh, I think that this movie, if they had used CGI on it, would not have had the impact that I think it did. Like, I think it really um, that made it a much more impressive product. There you go. Yeah, I agree. I uh, wholeheartedly what you said was was great. And I'm sorry I made fun of you. I feel bad now. As well, you should. Oh, no, I don't. I know you don't. I know <laughs> you right. don't. Well, you've been on that one from practical effects to some other effects coming up. We'll be uh, deep diving into some other Academy Award nominated movies. We'll be uh, a chance to go back to Fantasia and a chance to go back to, um, uh, uh, God, what's it called? Wakanda. Black Panther. Yeah, Wakanda. Sorry. So uh, there you go. But uh, until then, where can people find us, Jeremy? Uh, people can find us uh, at the news podcast.podbean.com, mm-hmm. uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, um, Facebook, and of course, Twitter at Deuce Podcast. Sure. And don't forget to like, subscribe, tweet, uh, put in the little code. You can get 10%. I, I don't know what, what I'm saying. I just keep <laughs> talking. Uh, you know, uh, code the deuce. For 10% off uh, something. I don't know what. Um, And remember, folks, the sequel is king.